Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Today's episode is brought to you by Proud Wolves. It is Proud Wolves' mission to build stronger local communities by using global systems. Our main focus is the integration of children in the local community to boost their sense of purpose and belonging and reduce mental health issues and suicide rates. We want to make sure that children all over the world have free access to cultural activities and sport. Broad Wolves helps organizations to change their income models and stops them relying on membership fees for children. Find Proud Wolves on Google for more information. Now, get ready for your All-NBA Team of the Week. Enchanté, and welcome to this week's episode of 824 Presents All-NBA Team of the Week. The finals are in full swing. The Golden State Warriors have regained home court possession, and this series moved back to San Francisco for Game 5. If the Warriors can win this one, I think the series will be decided. But the Celtics haven't lost two games in a row yet these playoffs. They always manage to bounce back. I think we'll be seeing seven games in this series, so we'll zoom back in on the NBA Finals next week. This week, we focus on some other news coming out of the NBA lately. Coaching positions are opening up, trade rumors are starting to float around, and we're less than two weeks away from the NBA draft. Get ready for your All-NBA Team of the Week. Before we move on, I'd like to talk to you about A24. A24 is created by Proud Wolves with the intention to provide children with an opportunity to learn and play basketball at their own pace and completely free. We've created different courses which are available on the website to improve their basketball skills. But our real mission is to help disadvantaged children by building and upgrading basketball courts around the world and supply them with basketball gear to play with. Come and find our website and grab a t-shirt to support the course. Now, let's get back to the show. Pick one! Our first pick of the week is the NBA Draft. The NBA news cycle never stops. As soon as the NBA Finals are over, we're only a few days away from the NBA Draft. Two weeks later, teams can start signing players, and then we're straight into the Las Vegas Summer League. That's why I'm taking some time today to touch on the draft because I'm not sure when I'll get a chance to discuss it later on. This is not a segment where I'll be going into detail on some of the prospects. I don't know these kids well enough to go deep on some of the lower tier prospects. But I do enjoy the intrigue that surrounds the draft. The last minute trades, the unexpected picks, you know, just about anything that throws off the so-called experts. And this year will be no different. Mainly I'm looking at the Kings, Pistons and Blazers in the top 10 to surprise us. If everything goes to plan in the top 3... The best player left available for the Kings at 4 should be Jaden Ivey. 
And another guard is the last thing that the Kings need. So they could be trading that pick or maybe draft somebody who's expected to go a bit lower on the board, like a Keegan Murray or a Jeremy Sauchin. The Pistons would have been really disappointed with their fifth pick, at least two picks lower than anticipated in Detroit. They were hoping to put another generational talent next to Cade Cunningham, but now they're more likely to trade that pick alongside Jeremy Grant to secure a generational talent that way. And the Blazers are in the same boat. When Dame decided to pull the plug on his season and get surgery, the Blazers front office traded away CJ McCollum and went all in on tanking for the season to secure a good pick. Whether or not that pick would have been used in a trade or to land a talent to put next to Dame is now irrelevant. The Blazers should be trading away the number seven pick and try to secure a big name to keep Dame happy. Because right now, Dame has nobody left on his roster of value. Nurchich is there, but is he really the guy to help Dame to win a title? I don't think so. And the seventh pick is not exactly the most coveted pick in this draft. It's going to be hard for the Blazers to put together a competitive roster for Dame in the coming season. Will he be the next superstar trying to get out of this franchise? Pick two! Our second pick of the week is the coaching carousel. I won't touch on Quinn Snyder leaving the Jazz in this segment. I'll go into detail on the Jazz situation a bit later in the show. But there are plenty of other positions to talk about. The Charlotte Hornets let go of James Borrego at the end of the season. The Sacramento Kings let Luke Walton go during the season and replaced him with Elvin Gentry as interim coach. But they did not offer him the full-time position. And then there's obviously the Lakers firing Frank Vogel after a disastrous season. None of which Vogel, or any other coach for that matter, would have been able to avoid. But the Lakers moved on from Vogel, and I'm sure he himself is not too sad about it. It didn't take long before the Lakers announced his replacement. They signed Darvin Ham. Ham played eight years in the NBA, and a year in Spain. He was the most successful in Milwaukee, where he played for three years, alongside Ray Allen and rookie Michael Redd. It's his first assignment as head coach, but he has worked alongside Mike Budenholzer for the last nine years, in Atlanta and Milwaukee, winning the championship last year. But Ham is only the first and smallest part of the puzzle for the Lakers who obviously have to figure out the Westbrook piece, and they'll have to rebuild the majority of their roster, with most players on veteran contracts likely not to return next season. Whether or not Ham can fix this Lakers team is something we'll see developed during the season, but he has already said that Westbrook will be a part of the season going forward, so I'm not that confident that the Lakers will look any different. Meanwhile, the Hornets have, the Hornets have signed Kenny Atkinson to take control of the roster next season. A great move in my opinion, because Atkinson is a fantastic development coach. He lifted a young Nets team with D'Lo, Dinwiddie and Allen to such a level that KD and Kyrie wanted to be part of that culture. It didn't end well for Atkinson, but he gets another chance to prove himself. This move will only benefit the young Hornets roster with Ball and Bridges, who are already one of my favorite league pass teams. And the Kings have sneakily made a good move too, I believe, signing Mike Brown. Brown currently sits on the Golden State Warriors bench, next to, next to Steve Kerr. He has plenty of experience as a head coach, even winning Coach of the Year in 2009 with the Cavaliers and LeBron James. Is he the guy to break the Kings' playoff spell? He's going to get him very close, at the very least. Pick three! Our third pick of the week is Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. I wouldn't exactly call it turmoil, but the Jazz are going through something right now. It's pretty obvious that their star players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, don't get along, even though they sit at the same table sometimes. This week, head coach Quinn Snyder has decided to leave the Jazz, even though he was offered a very generous contract extension. It is expected that he will take the year off and start looking for a new coaching gig the following season. That might fit with Pop's retirement, and Snyder could be taking over in San Antonio when that happens. But if that doesn't work out, Snyder could get a job anywhere. He's one of the best coaches in the league. I sneakily expect he might wait a year and then take the OKC job when they're ready to start winning. A 
Apparently, Snyder has a good relationship with OKC GM Sam Presti. But in the meantime, the Jazz are looking for a new coach. Now, normally they'd want to sign someone as soon as possible so that they have time to prepare for training camp. But in their situation, I would actually take a bit more time. The Jazz front office is... Is it led by Danny Ainge? I don't know. Anyway, the Jazz front office needs to make a decision on the roster and how they want to move forward. Do they want to keep both Mitchell and Gobert, or do they only want to keep one of them? And if so, which one? I'm sure Danny Ainge is going to be calling pretty much any team in the league to see what he can get for either player and base his decision on the responses he gets. As long as they're not sure what the roster will look like, they need to hold off hiring a coach. Otherwise, you might have a similar situation as in Houston, where Steven Silas signed on to work with Harden, but he decided not to show up. A predictable move that the Houston front office should have expected. In the meantime, the rumor mill for both players is running at full speed. Gobert is linked to Chicago, which would be a great move for the Bulls, but not so much for the Jazz, who rely on Gobert's defense, and replacing Gobert with Vucevic only makes their defense worse. Mitchell, on the other hand, is linked to Miami, New York, but he could end up anywhere, really. He still has four years left on his contract. I believe the Jazz, would be, the Jazz would get a better package for Mitchell than for Gobert, but Mitchell is possibly easier to build around. Maybe the Jazz need to take a page out of the Celtics book. They have two stars that everyone said they couldn't play together, and one of them needed to be traded. Then they changed coaches, and all of a sudden, they're in the NBA Finals. I'm sure that's a path that the Jazz would love to take. Pick 4! Our fourth pick of the week is LeBron James and the Las Vegas Cavaliers. LeBron is now officially a billionaire, and he told us this week what he is planning to do with all of his money. He wants to buy a team. That in itself is not a surprise. He's part owner of the Fenway Sports Group, and that group owns the Boston Red Sox, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Liverpool in the English Premier League. He has made it clear in moves in the past that he loves owning sport franchises, so owning an NBA team at some point is the logical next step. It's also not like it's not been done before, with Michael Jordan owning the Charlotte Hornets. The surprising part of his statement was that he said he wants to own the team in Vegas. What does Bron know that we don't? Every time Commissioner Adam Silver talks about the expansion of the league, two cities are mentioned, Seattle and Las Vegas. Seattle had the Sonics in the past, but that franchise moved to OKC and changed their name to the Thunder. So that in itself would be confusing if we ever had another Seattle Supersonics team. Unless the new Seattle franchise would play on a, under a different name. Las Vegas never had a franchise in its city, but it has been hosting the Summer League since 2004. The city will be building a new major arena and is already home to the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team. But it is not likely that the league will approve any new teams to join the league before the current TV contract is finished after the 2025 finals. Let's go back to LeBron. He has already told the world that he wants to play with his son, Bronny. Now, Bronny is draft eligible in the 2024 draft. That means that Bronny's first and LeBron's last season will be the 2024-2025 season. So technically, the year that LeBron retires will be the last year of the current TV contract. It's not hard to imagine that LeBron is already having talks behind the scenes to secure the franchise in Las Vegas so he can basically walk into that one when he walks out of the league. This is succession planning at its finest. And if the league decides not to add any teams in 2025, what's to stop LeBron from buying like the Cleveland Cavaliers and move them to Las Vegas? Five. Our fifth pick of the week is Zach Levine, Bradley Beal and the free agency. They are the biggest names on this season's free agency list. Obviously there's Harden, Westbrook, Kyrie, John Wall, who all of those have a player option and they're very likely to take up that option, but if they don't, they could go and test the market as well. Bradley Beal has a player option as well and could stand to make over $36 million if he chooses to take that option. 
But is Beal really happy in Washington? Are they going to be able to finally surround him with players that can lift them into the top four of the East? I don't see it. I'm sure you don't see it. And I think that Beal doesn't see it. This is the time for him to make a move and change to another team, like Miami, Portland, or even the Hawks. He'll be 29 soon. His time in the league to win something as a star player is running out. Then there's Zach Levine. The Bulls have done what they could last year to surround Zach with quality players and give him a taste of playoff basketball. But they peaked too early in the season, barely made it into the playoffs, and had no chance against the Bucks. Yes, they had to cope with a fair few injuries, but are they really going to count on DeMar DeRozan having another exceptional career year? The Bulls started the process of building a championship team, but they are far from finished. This offseason, they have a decision to make. Do they believe they can build that championship team around Levine, or do they decide to move on? And how does Zach feel? Does he think that his front office can find the right players to surround him, or is he better off somewhere else? This could be interesting, but I'm afraid that, as usual in the NBA, both parties will settle for mediocre. Sign Levine, keep the current roster, and end up nowhere. There's some other interesting names on the free agency list this offseason. Guys like Ricky Rubio, who was fantastic for the Cavaliers until he got injured and then was traded away to Indiana. There's Joe Ingles, who will very likely end up back in Utah. This DeAndre Ayton and Phoenix need to come to a decision because there was some bad blood there after they were eliminated in the playoffs. Memphis, Memphis has Tyus Jones and Kyle Anderson. They would like to re-sign them, but they might not be able or willing to compete with interest from other teams. Mo Bamba for the Orlando Magic is a free agent this offseason, and if the Magic pick either Chet Holgram or Jabari Smith Jr., it could mean that they're ready to move on from Mo. A lot of names on this list this year, and surely the majority of them will have a landing spot before they're officially allowed to be signed. You know, because tampering is basically allowed now in the league. This was our All-NBA Team of the Week. Please share the podcast and give us five stars. If you have any questions, contact us on a24office at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Ballers out. winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.